and welcome to my Xbox and Me, our E3 post show for my Xbox and Me. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the North East, Gary. How are you? That's me. I'm a bit. Whew, that's a bit. Uh, just cooling off a bit, you know. And our special guest of the moment, the one and only Snow Bike Mike. How are you doing, sir? Whoa, I am hot and bothered like Gary, so I got to get out my Gatorade towel. I got to dry myself off, and you know what? We're going to take it to the next level. I'm going to have to put on my Gatorade do-rag right now just to let y'all know. Hype level has exceeded 11. <laughs> Whoa, we had a good time there. Okay, let's, let's kick this, this off the right way, and I'm going to go to you first, no bite, Mike. Your expectations were 11. Were they met? They were not met, but my expect uh, my the the hype level hit ten. It yeah. went ten out of ten. It didn't crank up to eleven. We missed one crucial thing. We'll talk about it in the show. Yes, but I got to say, ten out of ten hype was through the roof. Xbox, you killed it. Xbox, cool, cool. Gary, you was at a nine. I was at a ten. Oh, a ten. I apologize. Did it hit the expectations you were going for? X gave me a ten. X gave you a 10, definitely. Oh my god. And I was at about a 9, and it definitely was a 10 for me. Um, let's just go through the run of show, guys. Uh, they started off with a dope ass hype, real trailer that I was like, okay, cool. They're setting the tone off nice and easy. Yeah. And then, boom. Halo Mother in Infinite, guys. We are getting a new Halo game. Done by 343 Studios. They said Master Chief's in it. They didn't say if we play as him. We assumed it was with Master Chief is what they said. Mike, let's go to you first, dude. Infinite, is that, did that get you where it needed to? It's not six, but it's still a new Halo game. That first scene of Master Chief holding the helmet at his hip, mm-hmm. it just gave me that, that feeling of Halo 1, Halo 2, that old era style suit. And I got to say, I loved it. But that's where my hype cranked down just a little bit because I wanted more. I need uh, more Halo in my life. But man, okay. to see Infinite, to say that it's getting run powered by the Slip Space Engine, yep. I don't even know what that is. But yeah, guess what? Good. I'm intrigued now. <laughs> Who gives a f- monkeys? It's Slip Space and it's an engine. We don't care. Video games, boys. Oh my god! I forgot. <laughs> I, I, Gary, Halo Infinite. Yes, yeah, no, maybe. I think it probably is Halo 6. I think they're just dropping the number from the title. Okay. Um, that's my thought on it anyway. Um, but yeah, I was, fuck yeah. Like, I was expecting Halo, and I got Halo, like, immediately straight out of the gate. Like, I got Halo. Oh, guys, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, obviously, not the biggest Halo fan, as I've said. Um, even this got me. I don't mind if I'm on this. If you go back and watch the reaction, I was like, oh, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. I see the helmet, and he's holding it. I'm like, Halo! I'm like, wait, I don't even like Halo. Why am I excited? Like, it was a bit crazy. I was like, oh, damn. Like, you get swept up in it. You do. You re- it's E3. It's E3, and you do get swept up in it. Um, then Phil Spencer came out. He spoke about charity like uh, EA did yesterday. Um, a couple of other things. He then announced that they were showing 50 games, not the 30. I, I said that. That I predicted. You did. Well, I said that in the pre-show. 50 games. You did. Uh, there were 50, uh, 50 games, 15 exclusives, meaning not all uh, fully exclusive, as we knew, uh, but 15 exclusives and 
15 world premieres shown at the Xbox conference. When that was said, be honest, guys. Did Where were your expectations then? Because for me, I was like, these are all going to be little games. They're going to be 50 small games. They're going to be, like, they're going to be, like, obviously we're going to get some big stuff. But I was like, it's not going to be what I want. It's not going to be stuff that I care about. Like, Snow by Mike, when you hear 50, were you like, that's a bit too much? That's a bit, what's going on here? What was the full process? Fix, you hit it right on the head. I mean, after years of E3s where people are like, I'm going to show 100 games, and then it's those little ID at Xbox games where they're chopped up. But you know what? We got a whole lot of them. The ID at Xbox montage was probably only 10 to 15 games. We got some big-time world premieres, some big-time footage. They killed it on that. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Gary, same question to you, but like 50 games, when you heard the 15 exclusives, did you think they would all be full exclusives, or was you like, no, no you I, know what's going on here? You're going to fuck about with, with the word exclusive. Got you. exclusive, launch exclusive, but, you know, that's what they do, right? That, that is what they do, unfortunately. Um, dude, I, they, from the off, they hear, right? Halo, Phil comes out, and he's talking this suave speak. They say 50 games, 15 exclusives. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see what's going to go down. And then they show an exclusive right off the bat and let you know it's coming in 2019. Ori, Willow of the Wisps. It looked freaking amazing. I didn't even play the first Ori, and I was like, this looks incredible. Like, I should definitely go check out the first Ori. Like... Gary, what did you? What was the look of this? Like, I love the look of it. Like, I was hyped because I really love Ori and the Black mm. Forest. But then it's like as I'm watching the the trailer that they've got, and then he's got the sword and he's got the bow. Bow, the bow is what got me. I was back. Like, I was like, you watch back on on my stream. I was like, they've they've fixed. Looks like they've fixed the combat because the combat was okay got in you. the first one. Mm-hmm. But now it's like they they fixed it. Like they fixed the one thing they needed to fix. <laughs> the one thing that needed the to make it this a 10 or maybe 11 on Snowbound Mike's Gatorade's gals um, <laughs> Snowbound Mike <laughs> Ori how did it do for you? Wow breathtaking gave mm. me goosebumps to see that and that first one it was awesome it was fun it didn't resonate well with me I didn't finish it all the way through but I gotta say man when you see that trailer you hear that music we're gonna talk yeah. a lot about oh, music, music really getting to you throughout the broadcast I mean this was unbelievable. I wrote down, look at how pretty this is, and look at that cute little owl buddy of his. Yeah. I thought the owl would be in a little bit more. He was in a couple of scenes. We'll see if he comes in more. It might just be Ori, though. Yeah, I think you hit on a, a keynote of this whole show, though, Snow by Mike, which is the music. I felt like they nailed the music to a T with everything they showed, which I'm sure we'll go into. Guys, if you've got notes, if I'm not asking the right questions, jump in. Do not... Be worried about jumping over me, trust me. Um, we move on. And then we see a FromSoft logo. And I go, oh. okay. Okay. <laughs> I go, okay. And then we see what is shown. How do we pronounce this? Skettiro? Gary? Hit me, hit me, hit me. I don't know. <laughs> no, bite. what you got? I'm going to go with Skiro. Skiro. Okay. Skiro Shadow dies twice. Hashtag not Tenchu. No. It looks so cool. But it looked... Yo, I was saying in my live reaction, it's like, I played um, Neo. It reminded me very much of that. I'm going to get my head kicked in on this game. But it looked so good that I want to play it. And obviously, FromSoft, such a great team. 
like hype levels on this one for me are up there. I'm like nine ten on this one, like most anticipated coming out of this show and the stuff that got shown out of this show is like ridiculous. The grappling hook that like Dan only in chat saying the grappling hook that that really was like, oh man, that looks cool. Like that that's that's no joke. Snowbite Mike, are you into these uh, from Soft yes. Games? Is this you? Oh yeah, this is the moment when Phil Spencer he came out. The hype was level of was already there, and he took that speaker, cranked it, cranked it up. I mean, oh my gosh, I am such a huge Souls and Bloodborne fan, and to know. We saw it last year. Formsoft said that they're going to make Codename Vane, yeah. which was cool, but not a Bloodborne or not a Dark Souls series-type yeah. game. And But they teased that guy's arm, and everybody said it was going to be Bloodborne too. Yeah, exactly. Bang. We're getting this on the Xbox. It's not an exclusive to PlayStation. This is going to be great. Set in that samurai world, the Bloodborne, the Dark Souls aspect, this is going to be amazing. That That cranked it up to me. For me, you hit it now on the head, though, with the not exclusive. Obviously, FromSoft Bloodborne had an exclusive there. I was like, are we going to get a FromSoft exclusive game? We didn't. It's no big deal. I won't be able to play everything everywhere anyway. But, man, the hype. Gary, like... Uh, Yeah, I was like, up and up and up watching this trailer. I was so... It was just amazing. Amazing. I'm a big FromSoft fan, so... Then obviously, Xbox conference as well. Just... Yeah, it's great, great, so great. Uh, next up, we had our boy Todd Howard come out, and uh, I was saying beforehand, and I'll say it again that after watching uh, the No Clip documentary about Bethesda, it just gave me a whole new appreciation for that team. And then Todd comes out, and he's like, "All right, cool, we're going to show you a, a bit of a uh, uh, Fallout seventy six. We're going to see more tonight, like literally a few hours, guys." It's going to be crazy. Um, but I, I was just like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. What do you guys think of it? It's more vibrant colors. It's more entertaining. It looks it looks more appeasing on the eye. Like, where are you guys at with that? I'm still interested to see what kind of game it is. Because they didn't really say it. I don't care. So Okay, that's, where, that's what I felt too. It's like, we heard rumors that this was going to be more of a Rust-style game. Yeah. That did not give me the vibe whatsoever. No. Of Rust style. This is like, hey, welcome to Fallout 5, essentially. We're going to West Virginia. That music, Country Rose, Take Me Home. It was like, oh, Lord, this is going to be great. And I got goosebumps and chills. This did not give off the Rust vibe to me at all. Not at all. It didn't. Fallout 4 as well. But, but, I'm still holding that hope. I know you guys are both on, like, no, single player. With it being four times bigger, I think that's, like, the hint that we're getting a survival s game i can't wait to see more tonight i just don't know four times bigger is the big one there though four times bigger than fallout i didn't even see the whole of fallout like that game is so big it's like four times bigger really bigger is not always better let's just remember that but bigger is always better in the bedroom let's be honest so um <laughs> moving on uh we oh, yeah obviously really quick, go you on, gotta please, touch please, on please. fallout 4 i was just games pass. i was just gotta about to say right fallout 4 funny. going into games pass um we spoke about maybe the witcher being an add-on for cyberpunk um which didn't come ahead but fallout 4 getting game pass is huge and we'll get to the big announcements of that in just a bit. Um, That's my first wait what moment. And I, there were several. <laughs> yeah. Then we had the Don't Nod team come out with uh, Captain Spirit. Correct? 
Captain Spirit, that is yeah, correct. Yeah, I'll go right. June 26th, free. I'm guessing it's just the first episode that's going to be free. Assuming. I like the look of it. I like when stories are told. I love the Telltale games. I love Don't Nod's games. I actually never play a Don't Nod game. I actually let Hayley play those games and I watch her play. Um, so, for me, I looked at this and I was like, they're going to tell a story from a kid's imagination. And, oh my god, yes. I am in 100%. Kids of all... Hey, is a teacher, so I hear all the stories she tells me, and I like... If, you, if you're someone with a creative mind, you just, like, imagine what they're saying, and, like, you sort of pop off in your own head. That's what I feel like this game is going to be. It's a kid's imagination, it's a kid having fun, and we're going to get to experience that with, obviously, some some less amazing moments. Obviously, his mum passed away, it seems like, but... I'm oil. I'm in personally. I'm in. Let, let's go to Snowbite Mike first. You, where we at on this one, bro? I, I, I'm lukewarm on <sighs> this one, Fix. You know, I'm on the opposite side. The Telltale formula, Life is Strange, just a little too slow for what my hype level, what my gaming genres normally consist of. Yeah. I will say I'm I'm interested. It's in the Life is Strange universe. Yes. It gives me a lot of vibes of like Juno, the movie with Michael Sarah and Ellen Page. I don't know why. Just maybe that music, maybe Got that you. vibe. Yeah. But uh it it looks cool. It looks interesting. But this will be a uh, pass one for me. Okay. Okay. Even at free? Not even gonna give it a chance at free? It- even at free. Oh, wow. wow. So we got back to hard sell, man. Damn. Yeah, hard sell. Gary, free game. You want it? Yeah, I'm getting it. I love Life is Strange. I love the first one. Like And like the concept of like being like this kid, like playing through this kid's imagination, I guess, is how you describe it. Yeah, I'll play it. Even if it wasn't free. <laughs> Definitely. Me too. I'm there. Haley was like all over this. Like, yeah. She was just like, oh my God, I want this. I'm like, calm down, girl. Like, you can buy it. <laughs> Next up, a game that I didn't think I would give an absolute swear word entered there um, about trying to be more PC. Um, Shit Um, about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was Crackdown 3. They showed Crackdown 3, uh, a hot new trailer. It was all based around your boy Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews. And I actually went to myself... That looks really good. That actually looks kind of cool. I actually... They actually sold Crackdown to me. Power of Terry Crews. It was the power of Terry Crews. It was the power of showing off actually the cool parts of the gameplay. Like you saw there was like a grappling hook where you grabbed the car and swung it around. It was just like a mixture of all of it. There was the humour with the seriousness with the Terry Crews. Just Terry Crews being Terry Crews. Which for me, is that's, that's the selling point of this game now. It, it's Terry Crews. I feel like this is definitely why the game got delayed. Again, it was, we are focusing on, we got Terry Crews now, we're focused on Terry Crews. Just pay him whatever we got to pay him. He has, I don't think he's got enough star recognition to sell a game, honestly. Like, I love Terry Crews. Slow down, everyone calm down, everyone calm down, everyone calm down. Compared to someone like The Rock. If you're putting The Rock up against Terry Crews, you think he's got the same sort of level? The only difference with between The Rock and Terry Crews... Terry Crews is a gamer. And maybe that will resonate with gamers a little bit more. I see both your faces. One of you can go first and hit me, I'm sure. Gary, hit him with it. Hit him with it, Gary. Just hit him. Just hit him in general, though. <laughs> in general, <laughs> Gary. Uh, I mean, the other part of the equation is the rock in, in a game, so. <laughs> I'm just saying the star power. That's all I was referring to. 
Terry I gotta say, boys, the moment you hear Terry Crews' voice, I was so hype. And the thing that came over me was, man, I am so sad that this game got delayed. I think that's really what I took away from him. Even though it's not that far of a delay, yeah. it's just one of those, like, now you have the star power. We know the game. We know what it's going to look like, what it's going to play like. And to hear his voice, everything coming to fruition, it was like, oh, man, like, this sucks that this game got delayed because I'm eager to play it right now. But, you know, it's only right around the corner. It's amazing how fast time flies by. We'll be in February before you even know it. Don't even talk to me about a fucking February, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a packed month. It's a packed yeah. month. Um, I'd look, I'd like I say, this sold it for me personally. Like they actually did a really great job. Uh, next up was one that no one was going to get any brandy points for. An, for a, like seeing come in near Atomica come in uh, to Xbox with all the DLC. Uh, it looks great. Never played the game myself, so skip this one on PlayStation. So I think this is where I'm going to pick it up. Apparently, it meant to be a great game, Gary. I know you've played it. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Absolutely brilliant. Snowbite Mike, did you get to play it on PS4? I, I've never played it with Gary's, you know, glowing review there. I'll check it out for sure. I think that was the major takeaway. It was like, cool, they got this game to come to Xbox. Everything's included. I might check this game out. I know. It's gotten a lot of praise over the years, so I think it might be time to check it out here on Xbox. Definitely, definitely. Like the um, the trailer didn't do anything for me, but it's just the 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 praise that I've heard from everybody that does more for me. Like the trailer was a bit like, "It's the game, go get it." It's out on Xbox now. It won't really they sell you it. You can't really sell the best parts of that game in a trailer. Got ya. Unfortunately, unfortunately, but yeah, definitely you should check it out if you get the chance. Okay. Okay, next up we had Metro Exodus with a brand new trailer. A little bit more, um, what's the best word to say? It's not as survival horror-y for me. And that's what really pulled me in as a survival horror fan. When I first saw that first trailer, which was gritty. This was still gritty, don't get me wrong. But it was uh, less survival horror-esque for me. And I was like, hmm. I still want to play the first two games because I've never played those before. Um, I still want to check out a ton of stuff. I still want to see more about the game. I'm still... I, w- I was sold. They kind of unsold me on it because I don't want another just another shooter, if I'm honest. I think they were just focusing on the story this time around with the narrative. And that didn't do it for me. Honestly. <laughs> I, like, for me. For me, for me. It's not about my... The faces, I love them. What, talk to me, baby. What you got? I, I got to say, it, it, it's taken me to the tipping point of, like, I've already been excited for this game. Bang, give me that highly polished, that story-driven trailer. Which it was, yeah. I am, I'm boiling up inside, ready to play this game. I can't wait any longer. You know, you say the survival horror. I already knew in my mind it probably wasn't going to go that way. It's more of that action-y shooter. Yeah. I had that feeling it would be that way. But, man, to see the vibrant colors, to hear the voices now, get that story like Gary said. I mean, shucks, February can't come God. any sooner february Again, can definitely come def- so february can be delayed a few please but i gotta say that game looks great it continues yeah. to look great awe-inspiring that's amazing looking. don't get me wrong i do think it looks great don't get me wrong it's just you know when some they already have you and they're like you're you've got like this sense of what you're expecting and then they show you something different from what you're expecting you're a little bit like oh that still looks brilliant. That still looks amazing. I still want to play that, but it's not what I was hoping it would be, which I don't think is a bad thing. Still looks great. I still can't wait to play it. Gary, you played the first two? Um, I'm trying to think. Yes, I played the Last Light. The second one. Oh, yes, really, it's... That was actually a really good game. Yeah. Oh. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, then we had our boy Phil Spencer come out again, talking all that smack talk, as he does. Um, and then they announced uh, King Kingdom Hearts trailer, which, man, that game looks so good. It looks like a Pixar movie in a game form. Like, I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game before. Really was hoping for 1.5 or whatever, 2.9, 2.75, whatever it's called. I was really hoping for that to be on Xbox. I feel like I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and play it on my PlayStation so I know what the hell's going on in this story. Um, because it's not coming to Xbox. Because they even made, Phil even come out and said, like, this is the first time we're having it on an Xbox console. I feel like that was, like, enough of, like, no, it's not happening. Kingdom Hearts, though, the trailer, the summons, the everything, it just blew me away, personally. As someone who's a, uh, a noob to the franchise, Gary, are you into the Kingdom Hearts? Are you into this? This looks, to me, this looks amazing. I've uh, never played one before. Um, I don't know. I'm a bit cold on Kingdom Hearts hype, but I think that's just because I've been following it for so long. Yeah. Obviously, it's been in development for so long, but now it's just I'm at a point where it's like, can I just have it, please? <laughs> like, yeah. This is another trailer for a game... It's been in development for like eight, nine years. Such a That's amazing. Such I'm just like you guys. Complete Kingdom Hearts noob and I'm in. I'm yep. sold on it now. Snow by Mike. Internet high five, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it now. I mean, seeing Elsa with the Frozen World, you know you're going to see all these different Disney and Pixar names and recognition. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's yeah. going to be cool. Totally agree. Like, it's... For me, as soon as they showed Toy Story, which I know Toy Story's been in the games before, if I'm not mistaken, but I never knew that. I think they have. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Again, total noob. Um, but it's Wreck-It Ralph. It's Monsters, Inc. Yeah. It's, for me, I don't really care about Frozen, but sure, I'll take it. Um, it's just the franchises that I care about. No, it hasn't, says Asian. Toy Story was the big one for me, honestly. When I saw Woody and Buzz, I was like, boy, boy. I love Toy Story. Probably one of my favorite films in all, of all time, number two, obviously better than number one. Don't at me. Um, and number three, maybe even possibly better than that. I'm getting off subject a little bit. Um, but the, the game just looks so good. It just looks. Do you know when we first played a PS1 game and we were like, man, this looks so realistic? It looks. Do you remember the Toy Story game on PS1, anyone? And you're like, actually, it looks just like Buzz! And then now we're actually at a place where we're like, it, it looks just like Buzz, which is ridiculous. And we get to play that. Play play with Buzz. Like, come on. Um, then we had the low point, in my opinion, of this show. Because I'm not a big fan. Which is Sea of Thieves. Like, as soon as Sea of Thieves come on the screen, I was like, I'm good. Don't do this here. Please, no. They did come out and, they're, Gary, they're doing the thing that you hate. They're promising more content, not showing more content. Yep. Where did that leave you? I just kind of tuned it out. If I'm being completely honest, I was just mentally tuned out at that point. Like, okay, so it's it's been up here for now. Now I get a chance to rest for a minute or two. Yeah. <laughs> While they do the thing. Like, we, how many times have we been on the podcast and I've complained about them? There's going to be this and there's going to be that and there's going to be all of this cool stuff. But we're not going to show you any of it. So, we, yeah, we got uh, the Cursed Sows coming in July and we got the Forsaken Shores coming in September. I'm with you, I am, I want them to sell me this game again, that's what I felt like they needed to do if they were going to show it at E3, sell me Sea of Thieves again, I know what the base of the game is, what is there to do, and they're like, 
we've got this content, we've got that content coming, but they didn't show me what it was going to be, unfortunately. Snowball Mike, big CFE fan, what are you thinking? I think I'm like you guys and a lot of the population of Xbox fans who've played it for the week, the two yeah, weeks, two, and kind of got burnt out. Two days. <laughs> uh, I think my big one for me is just seeing the roadmap. You know, that makes me mark down my calendar. Recently, the latest update came out where you fight, you know, the creatures from the deep or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, now I mark on my calendar July, September. These are maybe times to go back and just check it out. Check it I out. agree with Gary, though. I would like to see what you're going to give me. Don't just talk about it. But, you know, I had it in my pre-show notes that there will be some sort of Sea of Thieves roadmap news. And oh. you know what? That was it right there. So I- I'm happy with it. I like the, you know, the graphics, the cool animations. And it just makes me mark down my calendar. Maybe go back and check it out. Mm, mm. It, you're right and i think joe you know what saves this a little bit is game pass because if this was uh me owning this game physical i would have sold this a long time ago and never thought about it again but with the power of game pass i have the game installed the updates are going to get updated automatically anyway they're going to be there. And maybe you're right. July comes and there's nothing, maybe. Who knows with this whole schedule that's happening right now. But July comes, I'm like, oh, maybe it's time to check it out again. September comes, oh, it's in the head now. It's in the brain. So maybe, maybe you're just right. They then show Battlefield 5v, whatever we're calling it. Um, I was very lit, let down by this because it was like, see more at Xbox. And it was like, we saw like no, nothing. A, a tiny bit more. It was a bit like, yo, like, EA, you had a whole show to show us this. You, yep, that's what you should have showed us. And then showed us even more at Xbox. Where am I at? What, what's going on here? Like, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I was disappointed because I was like, I went into EA with like everything that we knew about EA beforehand. I was like, but I feel V sounds really interesting. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And then they were like, see more at the Xbox thing. And I was like, fine, I'll wait until the Xbox thing. And then I saw this and I was like, what See more point? when the game comes out. Yeah, well, why <laughs> you make me wait for that. 10 extra seconds of footage? Realizing that she's not throwing her off the bridge because she hates her, throwing her off the bridge because she cares. That's yeah. all I got from that, personally. Oh. Like, you, you boys nailed it. It was like, was that the trailer I just watched already? What do you mean we're going into this? And I was going to write you both. The moment that that Xbox conference turned on, you saw 100 game stations in the background. And I was going to write you guys, here we go. Here They're we going to get 100 yeah. people out there. We're going to do this. And sure enough, they did not. We'll talk about it the next one. We're the only people to use it. But, well, man, let's go show off. me a trailer I already saw. I didn't like that. The, I didn't like that. Let's go off that real quickly. I know we're going to talk about it again when they show the gameplay at Forza. But the one thing I'm really happy about is they didn't do it. Like... Don't get me wrong. For Battlefront, I think that was the only place that they should have done it. But I actually quite like the way they utilized the screens to show... That it added to the conference. It didn't take away from the conference where I was like, God, we're going to see a lot of crap gameplay. We're going to see a lot of awkward gameplay stages. Oh my God, no. And maybe that's because EA has now catered me and like forced me to think that way. But it wasn't. It was utilized in a nice way. It showed the logos of the games. It then showed off the game we're going to talk about now. Battle, uh, Battlefield. Jesus, different type of game. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. It's in the UK. Um, they, they did a, a, a fantastic job of showing off this game, in my opinion, with gameplay and showing off what it is they've added to the game. Um, Forza Horizon and me, we have this weird relationship where I like it, but I don't love it. 
I like it because it's a racing game, and I love I I enjoy racing games. Like they're they're racing games, but I don't consume them that often. They're like a fast food brand that I'll pick up when I have to, but not through choice. If that makes sense, I'm on it on these analogies. I've got to boost myself a little bit out here. Um, but Forza Horizon Open World, a shared open world, full of players. How do we all feel about that? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna miss Drivatars. Yeah, Drivatars are cool. I, yeah. Look, it looked really good, and it was, and I'm sure Forza Horizon Four is going to be a really good game, but it's not set in Japan again. <laughs> really, that's interesting. You wanted it there because in my pre-show notes as well, I didn't bring it up. I was going to guess Forza Horizon Four was coming to your guys's neck of the oh, words wow. out there, oh, wow. and I, I hit that one, so I feel good. But being a guy not big into racers, definitely more of that simulation racers. I don't like. I like more of the arcadey kind of need for speed aspect, and so. A friend of mine actually got me Forza Horizon last month, and we've played it almost twice a week, every single day up to this point. And I hit love me up, it. hit and me up, Snowbound Mike. I've got no one to play with. You're about to get hit up because it is amazing. And I think coming to your neck of the woods, I knew there would be snow. I knew that there would be some sort of you know city kind of farmland vibe. Yeah. And I like the seasons. But what you're gonna say now with the gameplay, I think that was my low for me in the con- conference because we were killing it. With trailer after trailer, the hype was up, and then we had to bring them out. We had to go over what four people were playing, and we had to go into the gameplay. I think we could have skipped that personally. Mm, interesting, Gary. What were your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I guess it kind of slowed things down a bit when they um, when they started deciding to play the game to show it off, um, and it had built up such a good momentum beforehand. And in fairness, afterwards as well, it was just yeah, you're right. And like I liked what I saw, but it was a bit of a lull. Do not think it may have been the calm before the storm, though. It was the. It's like if everyone's into pro wrestling, pro wrestlers do this a lot, where they slow down the pace of something so then they can re up it again. It was like maybe a good way of pacing. It was like, all right, now we're going to try on gameplay, which is going to be a little bit less hype that we all want. With a show that we've already spoke about, full of hype up to this point, it's like okay, bring it down, bring it down, and then we're going to talk about new studios. Which boy, this really was quick, maybe before, go 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 before, go. Did anybody notice motorcycles? Will we yes. get motorcycles? Yeah, there were motorcycles. Did you see a yes. backflip? Yes. yes. Will we get those? Yes, I think so. <laughs> you think so? Yes. I, I was just wondering. My mind was like, I didn't see any motorcycles beforehand. Yeah. Are we going to get them now? This will be interesting. Yeah, I do think we will. But October 2nd, coming to Game Pass, the seasons look dope, I wrote down. I feel like it, it did a great job of like transitioning. That's why I thought they showed well during the gameplay, personally. But then, like I said, we got to the, we got to the studio part, where when Phil came out and started speaking, I was like, oh no, this is going to be a little bit dull and boring. But they did it, Phil did it, in such a way where I was like, huh, okay. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Thank God. Um, and obviously, they they announced uh, the new Sandy, uh, say uh, Santa uh, Monica Santa team. Monica. Yeah. What what names we've we got? We've got uh, the, the initiative. The initiative is the Santa Monica team. Um, yep. Working on what from what I took from what Phil was saying was the 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 the, the, the big budget games. That's what I took from that. It was the we're going to try and compete with Horizon Zero Dawn. We're going to try and compete with um, 
God of War, we're going to try and compete with those type of games with this studio. I feel like the one thing Xbox does a great job of is each of their studios, you kind of know what you're going to get from them. Like Playground, we know what we're getting. Uh, the Turn 10, we know what we're getting. Correlate The Correlation, we know what we're getting. Rare, we knew what we were getting, sort of. Do you know what I mean? We knew the style, that's what I mean. Like, stylized and stuff like that. Like, Xbox has a great job of explaining, I think, with their studios, what we're going to get. This, I feel like, is going to be our AAA, our AAA, our AAA. Lots of money, uh, single-player focused, story-driven. This is where we're going to try and get our 10 out of 10s, personally. That's what I think. What do you guys think of the way he was speaking? Mike, where was you at with him? I can feel that. I mean, I like that. I like you putting it into a picture like that because when I think of that, it's like, man, maybe Fix is right. That would be cool to have a Last of Us type devoted team down there in Santa Monica that's going to bring me these AAA feels for the single player. And I think you hit the nail on the heads. When I go down the other four, they're not bringing me true AAA titles like you just said. They're a little bit smaller. We kind of know. I mean, all four of them I know besides Playground Games, but we just went over what they made, and that's not AAA to me. So well, I agree with all that. Horizon, yeah, Horizon, the Horizon Zero. Uh, sorry, Forza Horizon is an arcade. Is 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 not there? Yeah, it's not a marquee title. That's what they're working on. So th- let's go through the list, and then we'll talk about it after. I should do that. So we got the initiative uh, from the Santa, uh, Santa Monica team. Uh, we've got Undead Labs they've purchased. What I said in the Mike's What's in Me Facebook group. They need to go purchase them. They have, which now tells me we're going to get a State of Decay 3, which now tells me they need to do what I've said, which is a triple A State of Decay game. Not a double A or a single A. I mean, I don't want to be coming into a game where it's buggy. I don't want to be coming into a game where it's glitchy. I want them to get the full Microsoft push now. That's what I feel they need, and that's what I feel we're going to get with that. Um, Again, Playground Games, we know what they're working on. Ninja Fury, what the fuck? <laughs> right, like that was big. Shit. That I did was not big. See that coming at all, <laughs> which is absolutely crazy. And then obviously we've got Compulsion Games, which are the team that are doing We Happy Few. Um, like I said, we know what um, Undead Labs are doing. Undead Labs are working on zombie games, so we know what they're after. I feel like their next project after State of Decay Two is under is State of Decay Three. Honestly, um, where do you guys see that? A, a, a team called Undead Labs are a zombie team. They're going to make a zombie game. I mean, Phil even said it when he was talking yeah. about it. Or he said we bought them. Like, oh, these guys make zombie games, like zombie yeah. survival. Like, of course, they're going to just keep making zombie survival. It, it will be interesting, Fix. I mean, I think they have the formula right, and I think they'll actually stay in that lane because when you bring up the AAA, that brings me to a game that we're going to talk about later on. That brings me to Dying Light, and that's what I think about is – triple a zombie going big time and i don't think unlabs is that i think they'll stay in their lane with more of this mid-tier you know kind of zombie-esque that they got i don't think they'll go big but that's just how i feel i agree with you but i agree with you if that's how they are now or were i feel like with the microsoft machine behind them which we thought they were doing with two clearly not i feel like now is the time for xbox needs to raise the bar for their games i think like, look at, I've got to compare it to its competitor. PlayStation have nines, eights, and tens. Ten, nines, and eights. End of story. Like, look at the games they've released lately. God of War is a 10 out of 10. Horizon Zero Dawn is up there for a nine for me. But Detroit Become Human. Like, there's still more I could list. But <laughs> you've got Last of Us. Like, these games are 
spectacular pieces of art where, to me, State of the K2 isn't. And that's why I feel like Microsoft have bought them to go, all right, now we want you to make something more, something more powerful, something that's going to reach beyond beyond the core gamer. And that's what I feel yeah. they can do with State of Decay 3. Honestly, if it has that AAA push and that AAA bronze in, that AAA... You know what I'm talking about. That that love, that AAA money. The things that money can buy, the things that money can bring you at the end what of the day. What you mean to say is it's not going to have as many bugs in it? No, because I don't even think it's just bugs. Because even bugs... Look at Fallout. Fallout's a AAA game, has bugs. So it's not even just that. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just more the the aesthetic polish. State of 2 is not a great-looking game. It's better looking than State of Decay 1, but it's not a great looking game. Do you know what I mean by that? I feel that. It's it's interesting, Fix. I'm on the opposite side. I think they're going to stay in their lane and be that $30 to $40 title for Xbox. Possibly. Like, hey, here we go. This is my mid-tier game. This is going to hit Games Pass. This is going to be for those guys who don't want to bust out the $60. And we know these guys got the tried and two formula. We're just going to be there to back them up. But mm. I agree with you. The AAA would be much nicer on that gameplay. Mm. We'll see, I though. You. I got you. Then, obviously, uh, Ninja Fury. I think when we think Ninja Fury, obviously, with Hellblade, this just come to Xbox. I've not been, been able to play it, but I've seen enough to know what it is. I'm thinking a story-driven double-A game again. That's what I feel, I feel Hellblade is. Um, and that's Ninja the only Fury. thing that scares me is... Double A, double A. I'm getting a lot of double A here. I'm not getting triple A. And that's why I say I'm hoping with the machine behind them, it's going to be triple A. Let's go for it now, guys. Like, Ninja Fury, Gary, talk to me. I mean, obviously, like, everybody knows Hellblade right now. Like, Hellblade's what's hot for Ninja yeah. Fury. But Ninja Fury have made a bunch of different kinds of games. So, obviously, like, they've made things like Enslaved, Last Generation. Um, I even mentioned a really old game that I'd not thought about in like decades, which was uh, Kung Fu Chaos on the original Xbox. Um, that was a really, really weird but kind of cool fighting game. Okay. Um, sort of. Um, and yeah, I used to play that multiplayer all the time. But they like they've made different types of games, so it's not might not necessarily be that sort of Hellblade esque um, game that they might make next. So, and just the fact that a studio that talented and Microsoft just went out and bought them. Like, okay, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think then last but not least, obviously, sorry, Snowball Mike, I didn't come to you. Anything to add there? I mean, I, I think it's a great pickup. It's interesting. You know, Gary just listed off a bunch of cool games. You know, Enslaved has been one of those that's been on the tip of people's so tongues much. in that Xbox community. And maybe you see what they did. Maybe you buy them now and say, hey, are you guys interested in doing this? We'll put the money behind you. And that would be kind of cool. But still think it's a great get. Great grab. You made a really good point just there, which is offer them the opportunity to do it, not force. I feel like this all falls apart. I don't care who it is. Undead Labs, Playground, Ninja Fury, Compulsion, whatever it is they want to do, let's go and support them, Microsoft, and Xbox community. Because, again, friends of the show, Crash, uh, Crashnik, Twitch TV slash Crashnik, he has a really good point about Xbox gamers don't support Xbox exclusives. Where PlayStation fans support it, no matter what. Doesn't matter what it is. It's like, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Let's keep supporting, let's keep loving. And I think it helps because the quality control is a little bit better over there. And I hope that these five studio means, like I say, pushing to that next level. Um, like I say, last but not least, Compulsion Games. We know they're doing We Happy Few. Not a console exclusive to Xbox because 
it's already done, the deal's already signed. Where do you think we see them in, in four years' time, three years' time, two years' time, whatever it is they're working on next? Like, I just can't even imagine what they're doing. No idea. I mean, they're ex-Bioshock devs, so... Yeah, no idea, but that, man, we're going to get into it. The next trailer showing We Happy Few. I've never even played it on the game's preview, okay. but, man, that gives off major Bioshock feels, and I could see them going with the sequel to this, just being Xbox exclusive, possibly, and we continue on because they got the setting nailed on this game. That's the one thing that this, we might as well jump straight into the We Happy Few trailer. Um, that's the one thing that I loved about it. They showed, I played, I've got the pre games preview. Um, the gameplay was okay, but it was the atmosphere that I liked. They showed more of that atmosphere and story um, in this trailer, which looks phenomenal. It looks like they've taken the time to really care about it and nurture this story in a fun enjoyable way um and i really can't wait to play it um that's that's got a release date some as well summer um, august 20, august 2018 august yeah um I'm, yeah august 10th sorry august 10th 2018 I, I can't wait for it it looks so good now personally gary what'd you think like the trailer really enjoyed the the, the trailer itself but I remember playing it in early access a while yeah. ago, um, and it wasn't great. So hopefully, like, I'll, I might jump back in and have a look at it before it comes out. I think the thing they gave us in early access was just that hub world, though, which was pretty empty. Yeah, it was. It did feel really empty. The problem was the, and I'm sure they fixed this by now, but it was the uh, survival mechanics were really, really punishing. Yeah. Um, I remember. I feel like that's just balancing, though, right? That's something I they, they so. can I get right, so. I, I believe. Um, next up, we had the one and only Snowbite Mike high Gatorade moment. PUBG coming out with a sizzle reel trailer. Jeez Louise, this man's crazy. Um, this is it. We, we talked about it, and there it was. Gary looked me in the eyes and said, Mike, what about a new map? And I said, no way, we just got that map. And guess what? This summer, you're going to the Savage map, that little island that's the size of the military base. That's going to be insane. And that just shows you, we're putting our backing behind this. We know it's a huge game. It might not work for a couple of you, a lot of you, I know. Yeah. But still, this is the hot ticket besides Fortnite. And if we're not pushing money into this studio to ensure that they're doing it on both console and PC, we're failing because Fortnite is literally taking over the world. Yeah. And this game is right behind it. It always has been big, but now that's kind of chipped at its heels. How do we get PUBG relevant on the console for all of you to play it? And it's got to be money into the development, and we got to give you the roadmap and give you as many maps as possible. Snow level coming in the winter. Let's Yo, go. Yo, this, this, don't stupid head. Let's go back a second. Go back a second, Mike. Another Gatorade get hype moments of hype, but go back a second. Then we got shown war mode, which for PC players know what war mode is. It's the like they do like the base drops and respawns and stuff like that. It's a, a more less punishing game mode, which is uh, more high high action paced. You just get thrown in. It, it, it's a great game mode. Um, then we get the winter tease. The winter tease was pretty dope in my opinion. That was like I was like, oh. Oh, okay. New map, snowy, which is what we've been talking about for a while. Um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm down. I'm in. I, I can't wait, personally. I'll be back eventually on PUBG. 
I think it needs a little bit more optimization still, um, especially for someone who doesn't have an Xbox One X. I definitely think I burnt out on PUBG, but to be fair, I played a stupid amount on PC, a stupid amount on console. That's going to happen. Um, but I definitely think there's still life in that game. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, especially oh. after going back and playing Fortnite this weekend. Yeah, I'm, every time I play Fortnite, I'm like, but I c- excuse me, I could be playing PUBG. So, and when that's in the back of my head, that's got to be in the back of someone else's head. So, it's not about I my gotta head. say, I'm excited Ooh, for war yeah, mode as well because I want to practice my shots. You know, yeah. a lot of these guys that are learning, or maybe the game isn't truly optimized, and you feel kind of swindled out of that kill or death, and then you got to sit there and watch your friends, you got to restart the game. War mode is really going to hit that for me where, like, you can work on those mechanics, you can practice and fine tune your shot with yeah. different settings, knowing that you're not going to be punished. Like, you're going to be able to get back into it and keep battling. And that's what they've always needed. Like you said, PC has played this. This is going to be nice for console players like me who are below average to average players that want to elevate my game. Yeah, 100%. You're, you've hit the nail on the head there right there. It's definitely the best place to practice because it's not punishing. And that's all we needed. Another mode. Something different. Something... Some, it's fun. It's a, so, a totally fun mode as well, which is great. And that's what we need. Um, next up, we had a, a Towers of Hysteria Definitive Edition coming to Xbox, uh, coming winter. Where are we at on that? JRPG? Yeah, fair enough, I guess. Not the one you wanted? <laughs> um, well, I'm not going to replay it, but cool for people who want to play it. And obviously they're upscaling the graphics as well. So if anybody mm. who hasn't played it, it's a good game. Yeah, I never played it, and I, uh, I said in the chat, is it worth playing? And uh, I didn't get a response, so I was a bit worried. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't just say I have the best yeah, JRPG audience, <laughs> am I? Let's be honest, that's not my fan base. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am optimistic to maybe take a look at Snow by Mike. Nothing for no, you. No, it wasn't I for assume. me, but uh, you know, I'm looking over at my man, the, the Beast from the Northeast. I thought he was going to be excited because he was telling me. That's what I'm saying. RPG. I see this hit the screen. I'm like, that's my boy right there. <laughs> but then from his face right now, I'm like, well, like no, maybe it's, it's a, a letdown, you know? Game. I don't know. I just, I'm never, I'm never really big on re-releases and remasters and stuff <laughs> like that. So. Unless it's Resident Evil. Unless it's Resident Evil. <laughs> Slow your roll, mate. Slow your roll. Remakes are an entirely different thing. Got ya. Got ya. Okay. Um, next up, we had the big boy one. The big boy trailer. The one that I was fucking hyped for, I'm not going to lie. Division 2 trailer came out, and I was like, yo, this trailer, hmm, I'm not feeling it. Like, when that trailer got shown, I was like, not feeling it. I get it's Division, you're, showing, you're, you're building up what we're getting. And I thought that's all we were getting. And I was like, oh, we're going to get more at Ubisoft. And then I was like, oh, hell no. Here's that gameplay. Nah, if I could have just muted the gameplay, the gameplay would have been fantastic. But Ubisoft do this silly thing where they act like gamers are like robots and they speak all stupid and they they really annoy the hell out of me. And it's like, we don't play like that. No one speaks like that. That's not who we are. Like, why do you have to do that? But that's what we got. And, you know, you just got to get on with it at the end of the day. But... All that aside, gameplay, world building, for me personally, looks fantastic. It looks like they've built on everything that they learned from Division 1, which is what we expect from a sequel. Um, as someone who put a lot of hours in Division 1, I'm even more hyped for it, if I'm honest with you. I'm just like, yo, let's go. I'm ready to grind. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to shoot. I'm ready to start getting some gear sets. Let's 
go. Snowball Mike, I can see you agreeing. Talk to me, big boy. Come on. Ooh, I, you know, I'm on the opposite side. I thought the trailer hit home. That was okay. a great trailer. Yeah! I got me excited for it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Then we're going to D.C. They're talking about it shutting down. Everything's happening. I thought that was great. And now I agree with you that the gameplay trailer, nobody talks like that. But you know what the big positive for me was this time? That seemed like it was pre-recorded. Everything was dialed True. in. Years before, we would have had four knuckleheads on the TVs going sideways for 10 seconds at each time. So to see them pre-recorded, hey, we're going here. Let's say this right now. Okay, That's go really there. Good say this. I thought I was more impressed by that, and I thought it led to a better gameplay experience than in years past where it would have been us three, like, okay, bravo, team, go this way, and then we had to, would have wait four seconds to go this way. They had it dialed in that time. That's very true. That's a very good point. You make a very good point in there with... It's still not perfect, in my opinion, but it's the lesser of two evils. I'd much rather this with the weird chatter than what we've had in previous times, like you said, which is chatter, 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 which is even worse when they're on stage. You're like, man, you're a stupid actor, and you're really annoying me. But yeah, Gary, Division 2, where are you at on this one? Yeah, I was never really a major fan of the first Division, so... <laughs> God damn it! Look We're going to get Gary in the squad. Yo, Snowbound Man, me and you going squad hard up. in the paint, right? Oh, squad up, never roll alone, Let's, Gary. Sing it with me one time, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, this one coming out in March 15th, 2019. Um, at least it's not yeah. Very true. Very <laughs> no. true. The one thing I did notice, um, as much as I love the gameplay and everything, it was the UI. The UI looks a hell of a lot cleaner than when the first game first launched, um, which I'm super excited for. I'm super happy about. Um, anyone else notice anything that I may have missed? No, I thought it was cool. I was going to ask you about the setting. I saw some people in different chats that I was flying through. Some people weren't happy with the setting. Some people wanted to go to your neck of the woods. Some <laughs> people wanted to go to, like, Chicago or, you know, somewhere else in America. I thought D.C. was good. It's just a step down from New York. It's got the major government there. I think that's the right setting to hit on next. I think in terms of the story, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a better chance of telling a better story just purely because it's set further away from – that initial like virus outbreak, and that was a like for me personally, that was a problem in the first one where I feel like the the interesting part of the story had already happened, and like when you're getting like, the afterforce, yeah, and I'm just getting yeah. the afterforce. Whereas now it's like it's been six months, and like people are like trying to survive in this city. We're so rebuilding. That, yeah, that's that, gonna be a more interesting story. Yeah, the story of the division was told in a very. I guess unique way, um, not in a way that I would have told the story, but that wasn't why I was there. I was there for the gameplay, and the gameplay was solid. I lo I'm a third person guy. I'm not a first person guy, so for me, everything about it was brilliant. The one thing that I will add on there is, it was hard. It was I'm not a setting setting wise. I don't really when I look at a game like setting for me is so important, but I don't know what I want until I see it. I'm really not the guy that goes. I want this in London. I don't think it works in London or England because we don't have guns. So it makes it automatically unbelievable for me. It's like, well, okay, we're in England or the UK. We'll just use that as the base. And it's like, and we've got all these guns. And I'm like, being from England, I'm like, motherfucker, you ain't getting these guns nowhere. Like, don't get me wrong. We've got guns in the UK that get in, but not to the level that we're, we're like 
geese dropping out of supply drops and shit. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no. Like, it just doesn't work in my head. So Unless you're set in the country and everybody's got shotguns. <laughs> I get, yeah, but even... Do you know what I mean? It's just... It's a weird one. I'm, I get why people in America want to get out of America. But I think for someone in England, I'm like, yes, more America. Like, more guns. Um, more some, guns. Yeah, more guns. More America, yeah, type situation for me. Like, that's... DC works for me. I... I I have no problems with it. I think someone in my chat said, I think it's here, don't forget the game's clearly set in a Donald Trump gets re-elected timeline. So, <laughs> shout out to Asian for that. Yeah, shout out to Asian for that. Next up, we had uh, Ashley Spiker, head of engineering at Xbox Game Pass, come out and speak. I think she had a great job of getting the message across that people need to start getting Game Pass, honestly, without saying that. It was like, hey, you... You're watching, yeah. Game Pass, big deal. Let me tell you why. And then she went into why it was a big, it's a big deal. Um, she did the faster start times for games that are ready to install. For me, not a big deal. I was saying this uh, in the in the live reactions. My internet is pretty good. I I get games done in seconds, not quite seconds, bit hyperbole there, but in le- way less than an hour, like half an hour, I can get a game installed. Honestly. Um, so this doesn't do anything for me. I never wait for that ready-to-play part. But maybe for someone who doesn't have great internet, this is a huge deal, I feel like. And that's what I want to try. If you are listening to this, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com for next week's episode, I'd love to know if this is like a big feature. Again, it's something that PlayStation don't have suffer with this. Again, maybe because I've got great internet and I install most of my games off discs. But I find that PlayStation games install way quicker than xbox do so this to me is just like a a good little service trying to win people over again did you guys love that do you care about that sort of thing do you have these problems at all no i mean personally i don't it was another one of those moments where like i get why they did it why they talked about it as he said like okay this game pass is a big deal you should totally get it but for me it was a chance to just take a breather again Like, again, I thought the pacing was done really well of the whole show, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, that's not a knock on it. She did a really good job of explaining herself um, and Game Pass. But for me, as someone who, like, obviously is on an Xbox podcast and knows about Game Pass, it was yeah. kind of just like, oh, I'm breathing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I didn't actually understand it. The way you just described it made me realize what it meant. Because I thought she meant, like, when I click on the game in my dashboard, how fast it starts. Oh, and I'm no, sitting no. here like, oh, they already start fast enough. But, no, to have that in the back of my mind of, like, that means when you download the game, how fast that little arrow says, uh-huh. this is ready to play instead of fully completed. Exactly. I respect that. I think that's a great idea. It's one of those features. I have good internet like you guys, even though I'm in the remote mountains of nowhere. <laughs> I still can download games quite quickly. And I've actually never actually played a game that's in ready to start mode. I usually oh, let them fully download. So I think it's an interesting idea, but it's the right wording for Xbox Games Pass of, hey, there's a hundred plus games here. Hit that button. It will go into ready to play mode real quick and you can just start playing right away. That was the right phrasing there. Exactly, exactly. Uh, they then added, uh, Ashley then added that, uh, let me get this list up real quick. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection will be going into Game Pass, which is humongous. Uh, we then got The Division available today in Game Pass. Again, remember Division are announcing that they are going to be having shields, I think it's called, uh, in the game. So you'll be able to earn loot for Division 2. Which, to me, that's like, cool. If you haven't got the Division 1 anymore, maybe you sold it. 
get Game Pass, let's jump back in, we've got our characters because all our saves are in the cloud, boom, 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 let's go. Like, for me, this is such a big one, I really love that. Um, apart from that, obviously, Fallout 4, they've re-said, Fallout 4 is now in Game Pass, and the last but not least on the games available today, um, excluding Halo Master Collection, uh, ESO, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, a, a one that I've, I actually own the game, never played it. Um, so, I, Again, it's one of those games to me, I feel like, that you need people to play it with. And I've never seemed to have people to play it with. So, interesting. Then they announced that After Party would be going into Game Pass, Ashen, um, and there's one more game that I didn't catch. Anybody else catch it? No, no I took that as a breather time. Like Gary I tried. Said. It was my breather. I tried. Um... They then did a sizzle reel for Idea Xbox, which was cool. A lot of the games I've actually already played. Um, Below was there, as Jeremy said, Below was there. A ton of other stuff. A lot of Idea Xbox stuff that I've seen when I go to EGX and stuff like that. Um, some good games in there, some bad games in there, if I'm totally honest with you. Um, or games that just didn't click for me, I should probably say. Um, it, I've played Below. It, it, it's a game. It's a real thing. I like it. Um... So it's dope to see Idea Xbox getting that little highlight. It it didn't like you said, Snowball Mike. It was quick enough that and it was condensed enough and quick enough that it was like game, 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 game. But it wasn't too quick that I couldn't see what was being shown, and it wasn't over like, oh, this is so annoying. I don't care about these, as some people would say. I'm not saying this, but silly little games type thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you like the sizzle rule? Gary, let me go to you. You're, oh. the in, you're the indie guy. Come on, hit me up. I'm going to be honest. I need to watch it again. Um, just like, because of where it was, it's just buried in between like the stuff that we got and also the stuff that happened afterwards, um, especially some of the games that we saw. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to need to watch it again. Nothing. Like, there were games in the moment I can remember jumping out at me, but now it's just like, for the life of me, I can't remember what they were called. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't list them all, unfortunately. Uh, Snowball Mike, did any of them pique your interest? Do you remember any of them? Oh, yeah. One piece of my interest. I got to say, they did a great job. Quick, easy, fast, and furious. We didn't have to pause. We didn't have to talk about them like they've done in years past. Perfect job on that. But, you know, I got that battlefield or that battle royale eye right now. <laughs> so the game that jumped out at me was Islands of the Nine Battle oh, okay. Royale. And you could tell it was Battle Royale the moment it clicked on. They had the <laughs> wall closing it, and you're like, all right, here we go. Let's check it out. So for me, with the Battle Royale being such a hype moment for me, I'm always down to check out new ones. So to add this on the ID, that caught my eye right there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next up, guys, I've got to be honest with you. We still got so much to talk about. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, next up, we got Tomb Raider. I'll try to get through it a little bit quicker if you've got to go and stuff. Tomb Raider uh, come in September 14th, 2018. It was more Tomb Raider for me personally. Um, I'm already buying that day one. I love the first two games. I think they've got better and better and better. Um, I I personally, I, ca I can't wait for this game. Like, where, hi, Gary, you, you're on this one? I'm on this one. Tomb Raider was amazing. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was amazing. This one looks great. Yeah. Oh, my 100%. God. I had to pull out my towel, Gary, because I was sweating bullets. Like, man, Laura Croft looks amazing in this one. Getting it day one. A little sad to know that it's not on, like, you know, the Xbox. We got it for a year lockdown. I like having that Xbox Best Box vibe, but yeah. I know that everybody needs to get this for Crystal Dynamics to succeed and for us to get more of these AAA Tomb Raiders. And, man, that one looked phenomenal. Can't wait to play it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we had the console launch exclusive. This is where we got to start getting wordy. Uh, with uh, I went fucking ape shit. I was like, Skate 4! Oh my god! Yeah, they're doing it! Oh my god! Let's go! Oh my god! And then it my wasn't. Chat, everything just went Skate 4! And I was just like, It can't be Skate 4. Just, just break. Handbrake. And what was it called? Sessions. S- uh, Sessions. Sessions. It's the... Apparently, it's been in development for a while. Apparently, the team seems to have got a bit bigger. Uh, my man in the sky, uh, Greedy Ears, was talking to me about it. It's skate-esque, it looks like. But it's not skate, which is the big one. But, console launch exclusive. Does this one bring anyone over? I think it might, you know. Because there's, there's, there's definitely an audience out there wanting... Um, wanting skate so this is like the look tony hawk sucks we're not playing that so where are we gonna go and if you want this game console launch exclusive and you want this game day one there's only one place to get it, and that's xbox so snowbike mike you've been s- holding up skate free there like man i gotta say i got hyped the moment it turned on just like you said the chat i was screaming i was crying you weren't crying we were all crying i thought that was skate for i thought we were gonna have this and you know, I think it's going to be very similar to Skate 4. I think it will be right on the same level where we'll all be happy with this. Yeah. But, man, to have it called Sessions, it's not anything tied with Skate or EA. This will be an interesting concept. Is it steep? Steep was a lot of fun for extreme sports athletes like myself with, you know, skiing Steep was bad, Snowbike, Mike. No. Well, that's no. what I'm going to get to is it's not Skate. There's a difference. There's Got Skate. Ya. It's upper level. And then there's these games like Sean White snowboarding, steep. It's like, is this game going to fall into you. this right now? Because I, I need skate level. I don't need down here. I need this. So that's what I was worried about. Yeah, I hear you. Go sports. <laughs> yes, Gary, I love you. I'm five butt slap. Get in the game, Gary. I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> game. Next up, we had a console launch exclusive of Black uh, Desert Online, a game I've almost downloaded on PC a few times. Looks interesting. MMO, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep, um, yep. I'm in need for a new MMO, especially if one that's done right on a console, uh, especially with, rest in peace, Marvel Heroes Omega. I miss you so much! It's too soon. It's too soon. Um, but yeah, so uh, anyone hyped for this one? I, I was quite like, oh, this could be one main Haiti play. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. My MMO days are behind me, so. Okay, okay. Uh, well, you know what, Fix? I'll tell you, I've heard a lot of positive things about Black Desert Online. I'm interested in it, but... There's only one MMO that I want on console, and I want it for the rest of my life, and it will be World of Warcraft. We'll never get that, but, man, if we could get World of Warcraft on console, then I will dedicate my life to MMOs. But when you say, oh, I need an MMO in my life, get up, squad up, never roll alone. Let's go play ESO. It's on Games Pass. It's a great MMO. I've got it. Come it's not like I don't even I have it. That's what I'm saying. It's I've like, never played it. You look me in the eye and tell me you're not playing that. Bro, I don't think we're awake at the same time enough. I think that's the I problem. Know, that's, 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 <laughs> I'm going to start setting my... Joe, what? I'm going to set my snow bike mic alarm from now on. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah, dual stream. Let's go. Um, you did it with Alfredo in uh, Game Over Greg. You oh, do it oh. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Alfredo? Game Over Greg? Nobody. Snow bike mic. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Trust me. Next up was a big one. Not one I did not see coming. I saw the Capcom logo. I clenched my buttocks so hard. So hard. 
And I was like, <gasps> and then what happened? It was Devil May Cry 5. Looks fantastic. Yeah, it, was. it looked good. It looked fun. It looked enjoyable. But from a man that just wanted Resident Evil 2 remake so bad. It's coming. It wasn't that. It's coming, but I've got to wait another day, so we'll see. We'll see. Don't, please don't let me down. Please be there. Don't, don't do this to me. Snowbite Mike, Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, you're a Devil May Cry fan. Coming 2019, spring. Anything there for you? Never played one, but the oh, trailers wow. told me. That trailer was fun, exciting, brutal, colorful. I was all about it, so I will check out Devil May Cry. Never played it before, but like you said, I saw that Capcom image, and I was like, this is going to be it. We're going to see some sort of Resident Evil. And for it to go to that, I heard rumblings. I had a feeling like maybe that was it, but I've never played it. I'm interested now. The, the fun thing is, and the crazy thing is, is the fact that all the rumors were pointing to Devil May Cry being a PlayStation exclusive. And if not a PlayStation exclusive, at least them having the marketing rights. We were totally off with this. Like, whoever made the rumors or whoever sorted out the rumors, it was like, what the hell's going on here? I, I haven't played Devil May Cry since 2 uh, on the PS2, but... Like, I'm with you, Mike, where the trailer looks awesome, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, why not? Why not check it out? Gary, you gonna check Devil this one? Devil May Cry is fucking great. It's everything you just said the trailer looks like. It's basically what the game is. Um, and also, it's really slick and really, really, like, like the controls are... It's going to be yeah. great. I love it. When did it say it was coming out next year? Spring 2019. Yeah. So February. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get ready, February, Probably. baby. <laughs> um, be there. Then the Captain Director came out, he uh, had his translator with him. I thought it was quite funny, quite enjoyable. It wasn't cheesy, it wasn't annoying, it was just like, yeah, I'm going to let him speak in English now I'm done, sort of thing. And I was like, oh, at least you tried. And I love it when <laughs> me, I'm a very firm believer if I go into someone else's country and go try and learn, please and thank you. Um, like, that's what I'll try and learn. And I feel like just having that. He's tried, he has a translator, boom, let's go. It made me even want the game more because. I felt like you care more. That's all. Like, it's just weird things that can get you to like something, I feel like. Um, next up, Snowbite Mike here at the Mother in Park. Exclusive content. Cuphead DLC coming 2019. I did not see this coming. Snowbite Mike hit it out the park. Home run. Ran around the bases. I don't, know, base. I don't know baseball, so I don't know what's going on here. But, um... Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Snowbite Mike, was you high up about this one? Oh, man, I told you. They would turn on the ragtimey music. That old school font would come on. Bang. Knocked it out the park. And me and Gary broke it down for you. We don't need much. We don't need yeah. to make this a huge expansion. Give me a small island. That's about three or four bosses, maybe five if we're topping out, in my personal opinion. And then there's a new playable character. Hey, hey, ladies, welcome. You can be Mrs. Chalice now. I think that was pretty funny to add in. Yeah. And I uh, got to say... That was great, and you had to have known that was coming because Cuphead being Xbox exclusive, we're nailing down the exclusives. It had to come. had to be there. It even says at the end of the the credits, um, Cuphead and Mugman will return, so. Dope. Uh, Next up, we had a console launch exclusive, Tunic. Um... Yes. Gary, show me your T-shirt, Gary, because that's what it reminded me of right now. That's exactly what I did. Come on, put on the T-shirt, Gary. It's right. I was like, yep. It reminds me of something, and I was just like, oh, what could it remind me of? I it don't know. It was the uh... Fox-type Zelda game um, that looked super cute, but I didn't care about the game until it did the Dark Souls-y dive, and I was like, 
bruh, this could yeah. be hard. Like, this could be one of those hard games where it's like, this looks cute and fun. It's like, no, I'm going to eat your face off. I'm like, damn, I weren't ready for that type shit. Like, this looks awesome, though. Console launch exclusive. Um, hype levels, I'm made, in. Uh, guys, you made Night in the Woods as well, so. Ah. Okay. Got ya. I'm glad we got someone who knows what they're doing around here, Mike. Me and you, we're just yeah, here for the hype. Yeah, it's not down, We're just here for the hype. I remembered the name. Had to get chat looking up for me. Ah, cheat, 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 cheat. Are we in on this one, boys? We like this yeah. one. Like the look of this yeah. one. 100% in on that one. The first thing I shot to Gary's T-shirt, I said, "Man, this looks like Zelda. The rolls. It's going to be a little bit more hardcore roguelike, I think." And Man, it sold me. I am all in for that pretty-looking game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm in it to win it. Down mm. for anything that looks like Zelda. <laughs> Next up, we had Phil Spencer come out. He was talking. He was saying the words. He was talking about games like Tunic, yada, yada. Clutch to a world premiere trailer of Jump Force. Unite to fight. Which was... I was like, yo, this is a... This is a... Uh, uh, what's the name? What's the word I'm looking for? Who they show with a bandana thing? Naruto. Naruto. I was like, this is a Naruto open world. I was like, yo, let's go. And then it was like, no, this is a fighting game across everything. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, and then Hayley, who's sitting there doing my social media, she glances up and sees Elle from Death Note. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, yo, girl, just chill out, girl. Like, chill. And she's like, no. I'm like, you're not going to buy this game for just that, surely. (laughs) Surely. Surely he's an OP character in a fighting game. Don't you just write someone's name in a book? And <laughs> Goku. Push one. Done. <laughs> um, next up, we had uh, Dying Light. It's by Mike. I know you're dying to speak about this one in the light. Uh, Dying Light 2 uh, gameplay. We had saw a trailer. What, where were the, what, did you like this one? Yeah, it got me hyped back again for it because this was a great game on Xbox. This was a lot of fun. It had a great zombie mode. It had jump in and out co-op with it as well. And I got to say, this is that AAA title that I think of when we talk about zombies. Mm. And now to have it, you know, that medieval renaissance feel, you know what I mean? That was pretty cool. Your choices matter. You can change the world. And just to get back into Dying Light, I'm sold on that. And I knew... The moment it showed, it was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be Dying Light. Here's the parkour. Here's that first person. Uh, I'm in for it. I can't wait to return. Yeah. As soon as they turned on, like, the blue light outside the door, I was like, it's Dying Light. Holy crap. It's finally happening. The problem with Dying Light for me is it made me feel sick. I couldn't play the game. That's happened to me on Far Cry. That's yeah, what's happening I, um, on Far Cry. I um I played it with me and Haley was trying to play it. We did we were doing the tutorials at the same time. And I said to her, I was like, I can't play this. And she was like, why? I was like, it makes me feel sick. I don't know why. Like, I've never had games do this to me before. I think it's the pace in which the parkour happens that it just, my eyes and my head and everything is just like, uh, hell no. So, and I love zombies and I love what I saw of this and I was just like, I don't really want to buy this and not be able to play it again, if I'm honest. It's a little, little bit of a shame, but still hyped nonetheless, like for anyone who's into it. Oh, um, I love the first one. <laughs> Guys, we had the the game that I did not see coming out of nowhere next. It was a crazy one. It wasn't exclusive, and it was Battletoads. Battletoads (laughs) out of nowhere. There is your console mascot right there. We talked about it at the beginning. Battletoads can be the face right there. Like, but why? I know people joke they wanted this, but... I made that joke years ago, and I never thought it would actually happen. (laughs) It's like a a four-player co-op type 
we don't know what it is because it didn't show much, but Battletoads is back, boys. And Battletoads is back. I guess we should be hyped about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't I'm know. hyped for it. I'm in it. I'm 2019 in it. I'm for that it. one. Battletoads is back. Like just like it doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> when you say it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 4K 2.5D graphics done only to me. True. True, true, true. Next up, we had Just Cause trailer. Did nothing for me. I'm not into Just Cause at all. Um, it's just one it's of those cool. games that just never got me. I remember messing around with it the first two, um, but it just nothing for me personally. Anybody else care for Just Cause? It's not. It's not about Mike's disappointed because uh, we already had that leak a couple days beforehand, so I knew it was coming. Little saddened by some of these leaks that you know about, but I will say. Just Cause is a fun sandbox action game. And the reason why I love it, because you are looking at the world record holder for the longest time ever wingsuiting in Just Cause 3. Really? You're saying to yourself, Mike, what kind of time frame does that look like? Is that like 10 <laughs> seconds, 20 seconds? No MC Fixer and the Beast from the Northeast. <laughs> I was in a wingsuit mode for 59 minutes oh and my 59 God. seconds. I Jeez. broke the timer on the game. You couldn't go any further. Remember, number one, Snowbike Mike, wingsuit man. I'm going to do it again. I just got four. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know that. Wow. Wow. Get it. wow. <laughs> 59 minutes in a fucking wingsuit. Fuck that. I would have turned the Xbox off by then. Um, <laughs> Did you just, like, put some elastic bands around the analog sticks? And the <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew that, Gary. What is that, man? <laughs> um, then we had... So, then we had Gears of War come out. And uh, it oh, shows... It showed this was a uh, hype moment. This was good. So, was so good we had Gears of War shown. It was the 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 iOS game, which is the the pop Funko iOS game. Funko Pop. Yep. Yeah. Um. Which I was like, okay, cool. I'm okay with it. No big deal. And then we got the Gears of War Tactics game. Oh, uh, so good. That looks so good. PC only. That did not get announced for console. Yep. PC only. They that did was, not get announced uh, for console. I need that to be very, very clear. That they didn't mention console yep. in that at all, which I'm a little bit sad about, honestly. Um, lucky enough, got a PC. I can still play it. Um, I'm happy. The one thing I do want to say is I'm super happy that they're doing something different with Gears of War, finally. We know the correlation is a Gears of War team. It's been it's what they said from day one when that studio was bought and made. Um, I'm happy to see them making Gears of War a huge franchise again, like it was back with 1 and 2. Even 3, I think, fell off. Um, so I'm happy they're doing some different things with it. And then they show Gears of War 5, which for me was the biggest deal. They showed a trailer with emotion, a trailer with gameplay, a trailer with story. It, it set up the game perfectly. I could not see that game again and know that... I, that game is going to be fabulous for me personally. Please, anyone, take over. Gears, I mean, I just want to go back and say Gears Tactics. Like, of I'm course, so of glad course, they didn't course. do. So glad they didn't do a real time strategy like Halo War style, just purely because I'm not really into that. Yeah, what I am really into is XCOM, and the fact that it basically looks like Gears of XCOM to me. I was just like, oh my god, this looks awesome. I can totally get into this. PC, you're cool with that? Oh yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, hundred percent. 
Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, I want to touch on really quick. I think the Funko Pop was cute. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you didn't know that we were going to get tactics in Gears of War 5, you would have been throwing your computer screen off the window because you would have been mad at them. You know what I mean? But yeah. to know that we got the other games after that, I was like, okay, cute. You want to do Funko Pop? That's fine with me. But, you know, I got to kick it over to Dan in the chat. After I saw that and Dan's comment here, the real-time strategy game was not the right role. It is to go to this XCOM type game, customizable squads, do that, slow it down. That is right on the money for Gears of War. And that's going to be a great spin-off series right there. They're going to tell a fun story. You're going to have full control. It's going to be great. N- never and played man, the XCOM, so I'm I'm quite oh. interested to do it. To do I know how good XCOM is. I've seen people play it before. But to do it in again, like I said with RTS, to do it with a genre I care about. I care about, sorry, care about Jesus. The words are just slipping out. I care about is even better. So Oh. It's going to be amazing. And then you said that Gears of War 5 trailer was right on the money. I was at first a little lost when they showed that dead body. I was like, is that Marcus Phoenix? Am I going to need to jump through this TV and fix this scenario? And then like he came out all grizzled and I'm like, oh, I love you. You know that? I love you, you fool. (laughs) Well, it was like... (sighs) No. <laughs> it's just it set up so many questions for me it's like what happened to jd's arm why did jd shave his head why is he part of um the the gears again type thing um like there was just so many questions i was like oh my god i want this today like give me this right now i forgot how much i love gears was... i think it's time to go and play them all through again because why not just because they're that good and i like them that much um, there must be some achievements I'm missing. Let's go do it. Fuck it. <laughs> that made up this this whole Gears of War moment made up for me not getting enough Halo. Like I told you at the beginning, the Halo was great, but that was not near enough for the time that we have waited to see Halo 6. And for yeah. Gears of War to give you one, two, three, and that big trailer, I'm sold. I'm so happy. And, man, that put a great end to the showcase but fix or take it away. Yo, well then we had Phil Spencer come out and speak about Microsoft AI, which I think set up perfectly. Um, so Microsoft have announced that they are going to be doing streaming-based content, which makes perfect sense why Ubisoft uh, was talking about how consoles are going to die. They announced a couple of things here. So they announced that they're going to be doing streaming content uh, for all devices, mobile, PC, console. Um, I've got to imagine it's going to be TV as well. You've, I think yeah. you've got to imagine. Um, and then beyond that, they said that they are currently working on the new console, which I think was a great setup with, like, where you are getting another console, um which i'm I like cool talk about it no i'm glad i'm glad that's all we got but i'm glad it was like Same. look you're safe with your xbox one x right now guys whoever bought them whoever whatever but we are working on another one so don't be surprised in two years time when you when it gets announced um because they're not gonna they're not gonna get beat by sony again no way i don't think they're going to they've played way too aggressively here to to get beat by sony hardware wise and everything um beyond that they spoke about so yeah the streaming the ai uh and the console which was dope and then obviously the moment of the show i think uh the screen goes back i love the way they did it which was so it end up screen goes crazy boom cyberpunk 2077 it happens gary let it out bro let it out oh i was so worried 
when he started being like, oh, and have a great E3, all that stuff. I was like, it's not happening. Why is it not happening? It's supposed to be here. <laughs> and then they did the thing, and I was immediately just like, this is Cyberpunk, thank fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, it was, a, it was a crazy time. It was fantastic. It was amazing. It was just one of those times where I was like, wow, we're really looking at something special, I think. A little bit let down, no gameplay. So, yeah. But the tone piece and the trailer pretty much summed up that world for me, which was like, I need to be in this world for a long time and I want to be. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's set up perfectly. Snowbound Mike, talk to me, baby cakes. That was special. And I put down Nelly's catchphrase, H-A-W-T. That was hot. Hot (laughs) in here, boys. Let me tell you. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like, what it's going to be like. But man, if you can give me a Witchard open world in that setting... I'm in it. Let's go yeah. for it right uh, now. Never leave it. T- I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. And that was it, guys. That was the Xbox E3 2018 showcase. Um, expectations were high. I think they were matched. Definitely. Definitely. Um, ending thoughts. That's just how happy are you? Did this? This is the question I'm going to give you. Then we leave you with this one. Are you happy you own an Xbox now? Because I yes. felt like going into this was Xbox can lose it all. This could be it. This could have been it for Xbox for me, which was they're not showing enough games, they're not working on enough games, they don't own enough studios, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, and they come out and was like, enough studios, here you go. Enough games, here you go. Here we go, here you go, here you go. They answered a lot of critics' questions, which to me is fantastic so did they do enough for you guys yeah definitely like i remember like flashing back to a couple of years ago and kind of like before we started working together and wondering why i even owned an xbox now to be here and especially after seeing that e3 press conference it's just like oh that's why i own an xbox (laughs) dope Oh, so happy. I mean, everybody with the Microsoft and Xbox team, everybody should be going around popping open a beer, high five butt slaps all around. That was an amazing conference. It showed you why you should own an Xbox, and it makes me care about my Xbox ecosystem. And that's why I've always thought to myself, Xbox is the best box. And man, that was truly a great hour and 50 minutes of just so much hype, so much fun. I'm never giving up on it. That was great. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, guys. Uh, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Uh, Snowbound Mike, coming to you first. Uh, talk to me, baby. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Snowbike Mike. You can follow me on Twitter, at Snowbike Mike, and you can also check out my Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash Snowbike Mike, where I'm broadcasting to you live five nights a week with that high-energy fire game. Play, 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 play. And I want to stop really quick just to say thank you. To the, my Xbox and me crew, MC Fixer and Gary, you guys are inspirations to me. I listen every single week to your podcast. You have a huge fan of me. And to be honored and get to join you on this pre and post show truly was a great moment in my life. I'll never forget it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you to the chat for getting hype and having fun with us. And you two are amazing, guys. Keep up your great work. Xbox for life. Mike, you're fucking fantastic, dude. Like, thank you so much for being on this show. You're amazing. Like, it's ridiculous how good you are. We will be talking off air about some stuff. Trust me. Trust me. I've only just met you, Mike, but I love you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that. And you have a great following your chat. Everybody that writes in, my boy Mike Lynch, 
You guys are great, and you guys support these guys to the limit. I hope to support them any way I can as well. Great Aww. job, boys. Gary, plug, plug, plug. I'm Get yourself out of here. You've got a... <laughs> <laughs> Hit me, come on! Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing a 24-hour live stream um, on July 7th. Um, and if you can donate, go over to justgiving.com slash wordsaboutgamesgb18. And uh, I would love it if you could. Let's make sure we get behind him on this one, guys. Uh, remember, this show comes to you every single week. Rain, snow, Snow by Mike's, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. We have never missed a week of my Xbox and me in the three years that I have started it. I am so grateful for everyone that has come in, whether it's from Snow by Mike, whether you've found me on Twitch, from live reactions. Thank you all so, 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 so much. You can find me on Twitter at MCFixer. Obviously, you're watching me live on Twitch right now. Be sure to hit that follow button. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. Come on. Come on. Do I need to say much more? Um, and besides that, like I said, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube every single goddamn week. My Xbox and me comes to you. Thank you all for being amazing. Thank you all for being in the chat. And until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you all goddamn later. Hey, let's go. Give it to your boys. Let's go.